Welcome to Minnesota. Welcome to Wisconsota. Whatever you call it, Minnesota and Wisconsin are neighbors in a unique corner of the upper Midwest. It's a place of winding rivers, deep blue lakes, endless trails. And don't forget the cheese. I'm Mark Nikolaski, a lifelong Minnesota journalist from Duluth who's traveled the world and knows my home state is more than snow, cold, and losing football teams. I'm Keith Ulig. I live in Wausau, right in the center of the state, and I write for the newspaper here. Join us as we explore all the beauty, culture, and adventure in the great states of Wisconsin and Minnesota. If you live here, we'll take you beyond the farm fields and Twin Cities nightlife. If you're visiting, we'll show you all the places that make our state special. Join us on our adventures in Wisconsota. You mean Minnesconsin. No, Wisconsota. Minnesconsin. Wisconsota. Okay, that's the bartender polka bringing us into our, I don't know, Keith, what is this, episode 58 or something like that of uh, Wisconsin and Wisconsota podcast. I'm uh, Mark Nikolaski in uh, Minnesconsin. I'm Keith Ulig in Wisconsota. And we have a guest today. We do. Yes, our second guest of all time. Keith, why don't you introduce our guest? She's so excited to be here. Uh, she's sitting on the edge of her seat. <laughs> she, her name is Christina Ulig, and we've been married for 30 years now. Uh, we just celebrated our 30th anniversary in uh, on Groundhog's Day. So... So she's here for a special purpose, though, Mark. Why don't you talk about that? That's right. We're going to talk about thrift store shopping today. And because, Keith, because you hate thrift store shopping, we we went and got somebody who really likes it, and that is Chris. Yes. Although, wait a minute. Uh, okay, you're right. I hate thrift store shopping, but I love thrift stores whoa henry henry's here too henry doesn't he has no opinion about thrift stores but chris loves thrift store shopping awesome chris tell us how you got started on on uh thrift store shopping well to tell you the truth i never really did much in minnesota when we lived in minnesota i just knew of goodwill and went you know every now and then but when I moved here, I had a coworker who really enjoyed thrift stores and she brought me around to the, the, the main ones. And then uh, St. Vincent de Paul opened up. So then I had even more thrift stores. That is awesome. I tell you, Chris, in my opinion, you live in, in, a, in a thrift store gold mine, <laughs> Wausau, Wisconsin is just loaded with them. Tell us about some of the best ones there. Well, the the three main ones that I go to here in Wausau are uh, the Bethesda Thrift Store, which is a Bethesda Lutheran uh, sponsored store. And then there is the Diamond Dollar, which I'm not positive, but I think it's a Salvation Army because it's right behind the Salvation Army store. And then there is the St. Vincent de Paul, which is the, the mama of all. Oh. And there are other St. Vincent de Pauls that I hear are just as good in both Merrill and Marshfield, which are within 30, 40 minutes mm -hmm. drive, but I have not been to those yet. 
that sounds like a road trip, man. I tell you, <laughs> that that uh, Vincent de Paul in Wausau. I mean, you know, I started out thrift store shopping in the Twin Cities here, probably back in the late '80s, and so I've you know, I've, and I've traveled all over the country. <laughs> believe it or not, going to thrift stores whenever I'm somewhere, I go, well, let's go check out a thrift store. But the one that one in Wausau, that Vincent de Paul, man, they've got it's just. Well, tell us what's so good about it, Chris. You you go there more than I do. What is so awesome about that place? I love it. It is so well organized, and yeah. the um and I even commented once to one of the workers there, and they said, yeah, they have a real special volunteer who used to be, I guess, in retail, and so is very good at setting up stuff so to show it to its best advantage, and it's just you know. Really wonderful. I also forgot to say there's two good two Goodwill stores here in Wassa. So there's five that I regularly make the rounds of. Oh man, I tell you, I wish we had that. And Duluth is does is not a very good thrift store town. Uh, there's just one Goodwill there. It's a big one, but it's does it it's big, but it doesn't have a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? There you could go, Chris. Right? We there's there's a couple of them in Wassa where you go in. They're not that big, but they are just packed with stuff. Yeah, you know, I think that because of the uh, history of Wausau with the insurance companies and then the hospitals, you get a lot of nice donations at these, yeah. these places. And they're, they're just, you know, I found antiques all the way up to brand new stuff. She's off. One of the things that why I like it is she's gotten me wool stuff. To me, a, a, a Wisco Soda winter, it would be unbearable without wool blend, like sweaters and pants. pants. She Last yeah. year, you got L.L. Bean wool pants. They're fantastic. It hasn't been cold enough for them yet. Um, and many, what is that kind of wool? That's Merino wool. Merino wool sweaters, which I use almost, well, almost every day throughout the winter. And it's for cheap too. That's the beauty of of thrift stores. You know, you get it at such uh, rock bottom prices. Yeah, uh, and like one of my favorite stores to go to is the Bethesda because <laughs> in the they they just stack the shelves so full. It's like a treasure hunt, you know. So you have to move stuff around, and, and that's kind of like what I enjoy doing almost more than the really well set out stuff is because I love to dig through stuff and you never know what treasure you're going to find. That is it, Chris. You nailed it. That's what has always attracted me to thrift stores is the treasure hunt aspect. Just unbelievable. Like you find stuff and you're like, well, what is this doing here? Yeah. And you know, I gotta have this, you know, and I'll give you an example. Last Christmas time, I was at a thrift store looking for some last minute uh, Christmas stuff, you know, just schlock to hang up on the Christmas tree and whatnot. And I stumbled on a jug. It was a, a glass bottle jug, uh, probably like a two gallon jug. And there was a ship inside the jug, right? The ship was the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> I remember, I remember you uh, going blasting on social media about that. <laughs> I'll put a picture up on our uh, the Minnesota Wisconsin Wisconsin uh, 
uh, Facebook page. Yeah. That ship is unbelievable. Somebody <laughs> assembled the actual wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald in a jug and uh, and then attached it somehow to some kind of a gravel mixture to make it look like the bottom of Lake Superior. Um, oh, wow. So it's, it's a sunken Edmund Fitzgerald? Yep, broken in half. Oh, my and, God. You don't remember that? No. In the picture. <laughs> Uh, that's one of the things I like about thrift stores too is just what what you said, where it really is what somebody's junk is another person's treasure. Because I've I know I've donated stuff that I'm like nobody's gonna want this, but you assume just like you find something wonderful that somebody will find your discard and think it's wonderful. Exactly. Yes, and I think Minnesconsin and Wisconsin. Uh, is, a, is a good area for thrift store shopping. You know, um, I've been, like I said, thrift store shopping in, you know, bigger cities and they seem to get picked over and, uh, you know, they're, they're not well organized and uh, difficult to find and get into. But, you know, I think here in Minnesconsin and Wisconsin, you know, we're a little bit smaller cities and um, yeah, you just, uh, it's just a little more convenient to get into. Um, boy, one thing I wanted to talk about uh, was the uh, Family Pathways 5 on I-35. Uh, I-35, of course, is like the main street of Minnesconsin and Wisconsin, you know, uh, that and mm -hmm. I-94. Yeah. Uh, there are five thrift stores run by the Family Pathways. It goes up, uh, let's see if I can remember them. There's Forest Lake, Wyoming. North Branch, there's one in Hinkley, and Pine City is the fifth one. I got them all. I got them all. Wow. Yep, and that is a. I mean, you that they know how to run a thrift store, and like you said, uh, Chris, like the the donations they get are just uh, are just top notch. Yeah, that really and that does make a difference. And you know, the other thing is is that they have to be reasonably priced because I'm not going to go into a thrift store and buy something used and beat up for $35 when I can go down the road to Target and buy brand new for 40. Right. You have to feel like you're getting a value. That is right. That's it. They give you good value. And some of them don't. Some of them, you know, price up too high and, you know, you just, you just take a pass on it. Well, yeah. And I also... You know, there for me uh, with thrift stores too. I sometimes feel almost guilty because for me it's just fun. But I know at least here in Wausau, there's a lot of people that that is their source of of goods. Right. And, you know, so like when I go into certain thrift stores and I see something so expensive, I'm like. You know, somebody like me isn't going to buy that, and the person who needs it can't afford that. Right, so that can't right. Be more reasonable. Well, I think you hit on something there too. That thrift stores also, you know, serve a real important purpose for the community, and uh, and you know, I think that by you and I, Chris, patronizing them, they're raising money, you know, for nonprofits and for food shelves and that kind of thing, putting people to work. Right. Um, and I think it serves a real uh, good purpose in the community. And so, 
uh, you know, I always look forward to going into a thrift store, not only to find a treasure, but to, you know, get people helping hand and, and, you know, your money is going to uh, a place that's trying to do good. Right. And I was going to say, you actually introduced me to a thrift store that people don't think necessarily as a thrift store is uh, the Habitat for Humanity Restore, which we recently got a bigger refurbished one. And I have hit the jackpot there for all sorts of projects. Oh, man, I'm so jealous because uh, (laughs) the, you know... (laughs) The Duluth does not have a restore, which is just shockingly uh, awful. And it did have one in Superior in uh, Wisconsin. Um, that was an excellent, uh, excellent restore. We uh, we bought our kitchen sink there. And, uh, you know, I would make stops there once, maybe every two weeks, just going through uh, looking for for stuff that I might need, and and they closed about a year and a half ago, and it just broke my heart. Oh wow! You don't yeah. think of them as closing very often? Huh. No, I I don't understand why. You know, they always seem to have customers in there when I was there, and uh, you know, they had a lot of volunteers, and uh, hmm. boy, they and it was just a it was a great a great uh, store. I mean, it just had uh, all kinds of. Uh, variety of stuff. I bought uh, a lot of scrap wood to build a, uh, a feature wall in our new bathroom, uh, you know, and uh, I bought tools there and uh, cabinets. So yeah, it it's uh, uh, our, our dining room table is from the uh, Superior uh, Restore, sadly now closed. Now tell me where this Restore is in Wausau, Chris. I'm dying to go there now. Well, it's on the road to um, Target and Goodwill. So uh, often I just, it's only open to shopping on um, Saturdays. And because mm-hmm. of COVID though, they are only been, have only been open one day a month for the most part. So, but the last time I went, I got, I've been looking for end tables uh, from bedside tables and I found the two cutest bedside tables that are mid-century modern and fit the house just perfect. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There's a, uh, in St. Paul, they've opened a restore. So I guess in the, there's bad news in Superior, but there's good news uh, in St. Paul. They have a huge uh, new uh, restore that was uh, opened in, I believe, boy, it's it's right off of 35W. I think it's New Brighton, technically, where it is, just north of uh, St. Paul. And uh, I've enjoyed going there. And uh, boy, heartbreaker. We were in there, uh, boy, maybe two years ago, again, looking for that dining room table. Uh, Jen and I saw one there and we both said, this is it. This is great. It was cheap. It was like 75 bucks for a beautiful uh, dining room table. And then it just got to the point where uh, we didn't have my truck Mm. and you couldn't disassemble it. And it was like, oh, and I didn't want to, you know, drive from Duluth back to St. Paul for it. And so we let it go and it just broke my heart. (laughs) (laughs) The Wassa Area Habitat for Humanity Restore is on Schofield Avenue in Weston, actually. Oh, yeah. That's great. I know. uh, 1810, if people really want the address. 
Definitely, yeah. That's uh, something to, you know, if you're traveling in uh, Wisconsin, uh, take a stop. And, and Well, it'd be, have to be on a Saturday, though, right? Yeah, it's only open on Saturdays. And for right now, you have to check their Facebook page because, like I said, because of COVID, their volunteers are mostly elderly, so they pretty much are, are they're pretty limited in their hours right now. Yeah, I think, you know, COVID has taken its toll on thrift stores and, uh, you know, people just are nervous about going in and, uh, but they're carrying on, you know, and I've checked into one, you know, the big one in Duluth, the Goodwill. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're taking precautions, the right precautions and things like that, uh, socially distanced and all. So, and that's uh, why. I've been spending more time with online auctions. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Now I have not delved into this realm, Chris, tell me about it. Well, there's an auction house that I used to go to, you know, I don't want to say regularly, but I'd often go up in Merrill. They'd have auctions Wednesdays and Saturdays. And, you know, especially if my sisters came over, it was one of the things we would go and do. Um, and then, uh, my, uh, another friend turned me on to this other one, which is online estate sales, which are also like auctions. Um, the real auction is, you know, you have the period where you can view the items online and you can put in pre-bids and you can put maximum bids, just, you know, uh, just like a real auction. Um, and then if you want to watch live, you know, you can bid and see if you get things and, you know, it will flash 54 seconds, 53 seconds until the item is sold. Cool. And so you can always make sure you're getting it if you really want to, to bid. The other one that I've been doing, uh, is the online estate sales is uh, just the ladies, little ladies business. And she just posts pictures like I just did one yesterday and she says, I'm having it on not at starting at 930. And you just type in sold if you want it. And uh, whoever writes sold first gets it. <laughs> but I got a series of Keith is lamps. thrilled a set of four mid-century modern lamps that are just the coolest thing from this lady. And 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 I can read underneath these lamps. So we've we've had some issues with some poor lighting in our in our one of our our living room, and I'm getting old, so I need to have a good light to read. And this one of those lamps, oh my God, it's perfect, isn't it? Have yeah. you read it? It's no, you? I've not used. Oh, it to it's read. it's great. So stylish and functional. Yes, yes. Danish modern. They called it. Put a picture of it. We'll put a picture of that up on our Facebook page. Okay. So people can uh, check them out. But, uh, <laughs> this auction stuff, I got to get into this because uh, we got to find a, we got to find a dining room table. <laughs> oh, you, I mean, these estate auctions. Yeah. You know, when you were talking about how it was such a good deal for that table at the restore, I was thinking, man, if you want furniture, but you don't want to pay, uh, you know, but you don't want an antique, so to say. So that yeah. kind of in between where it's not worth anything to the antique dealers, but people are trying to get rid of it. I've seen, I saw a bird's eyed maple bedroom set go for $70 at an auction. I've seen dining room sets go for $20, $25. See, that's it. Yeah. 
you know, and auctions are just so much fun just watching what interests people, you know, so there's an element of people watching uh, associated with it. Even online. Even online, because you're going to, you, you don't know who's bidding, but it's fun when something goes wild and you go, who the heck would bid on this and keep bidding on it? What was it? What was the there, last one? The there, was a, there was a roll of pennies, 1940 wheat pennies, and it just kept going, climbing up. And it finally went for like $13, but it's like these people bidding back and forth for a roll of pennies. Oh, man. Yeah, that's good entertainment, you know, and maybe it you get oh, and maybe you get something cool too. Yeah, I've gotten um, I, I never wear jewelry, but I've gotten some beautiful jewelry <laughs> because it looks cool on online. It's just gorgeous online. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I thought because sometimes in the physical auctions, Chris will bid on boxes of stuff. That's the thing I love about auctions, too, is, you know, there's the box, the lot. The mystery box, the mystery box. The, yeah. Well, it's just a lot. And there's like 20 items in there and you see one thing you want. Yeah. And so you bid on it for that one item. And then the rest of it is like freebie stuff. You know, so you look through it and you see, oh, I want to keep that. Oh, that's got to go to Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's it. Yeah, that is uh, auctions, you know, auction house in North St. Paul. Uh, Jen and I have patronized that one. Um, that one, uh, what's the name? I can't think of the name of the guy now, but it's a good auction downtown North St. Paul. And there's a lot of antique dealers down there that have some good uh, prices, too. Uh, and that's, of course, in the heart of Minnesconsin. Um, does Wausau actually have like a, a one that you can go to, too? You mean the antiques? No, I mean, right. uh, uh, an auction house? Yeah, the auction house. Yeah, yeah there, there's actually uh, two or three. I usually only go to one, and that's the one up in Merrill that they have almost weekly, if not twice weekly, auctions. Luther Auction in North St. Paul. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I I've seen up. it. I have just never gone to one. Yeah, it's fun. And I'm going to check it out now on your advice. I'm going to go look to their website and see if they're doing anything online. They've got to be because there's, you know, I bet that's they are. and just like any auction, even the, the online, they're, they're very time consuming because you got to wait for each, you know, lot to go and be bid on and sold before they get to your lot, you know, right. But it's a lot easier to do from uh, your couch in the den, right? Oh, yeah. Instead of sitting in that freezing cold barn. <laughs> Is it Lane Auctions in there? Yeah, Lane, Lane. Auction. Colonel, Colonel Lane. I, I forget his first name. <laughs> well, I can't wait until this uh, COVID lifts and everything and I get my shot. And uh, Jen and I can head over to Wausau and make another spectacular thrift store run. And you can use my brand new bedside tables. Nice. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, something to look forward to at the end of, uh, at the end of this uh, uh, COVID thing. We're, getting, we're, we're pulling out of it right now, right? It's springtime. Yes, yes. Uh, we're, Wisconsin's, we're getting there. We're getting there. All right. I'm vaccinated. I can run around like mad now. <laughs> she wears her mask all the time, though. <laughs> 
I still have to do the grocery shopping because it's too cold for her to go out. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, thanks for joining us on this. Uh, our second guest. Um, the check is in the mail, right, Keith? Yes. It was fun. All right. Good deal. Keith, uh, you're going to head off now into the essay booth. Yes. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll be having something spectacular. All right, Keith. Well, there go Keith into the essay booth and, uh, we'll be back for another, uh, episode after, uh, uh I'll see you next Sunday, I guess. Yep. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good morning, Wiscasota. It's February 15th, about 7 o'clock. Henry and I are about to head out the door for a short little walk here. And welcome to a, uh, a field note here. Um, this is a significant walk because it's got to be the coldest day of the year. And according to all, all temperature measurements, it is about 35 degrees degrees below zero uh, with the wind chill. Henry has got his booties on. I've got my puffy coat on. I'm going to put a scarf put a scarf over my face so that's protected and we're going out the door now. That is my door. So, oh okay. It's not so bad. Right Henry? not so bad. Stepping out the door. It's sunny out. That's at least something. The sun's coming up. And we're walking, right, Henry? So, usually we try to get in at least a half an hour of a running or something every day before we start our day. Henry's, uh, Henry's happy to be outside. We have to get out of the way of a car. Uh, but today we'll probably just go for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes on a little half mile loop in our neighborhood. And whoa, I can feel the cold just seeping through my puffy coat here. Henry seems unbothered by it all. His tail is wagging. Henry, say hi. That's a guess that'll do it, huh? Okay, so... Yeah, this is uh, this is what we've come to so far. It's supposed to warm up later, so by the time you hear this, it'll probably be, oh, I don't know, 85 degrees and humidity steeping through the air. And uh, and uh, yeah, the breath is taking my <laughs> the cold is taking my breath away, and my thoughts are freezing in my head. But. Uh, no, this isn't as bad as you would think it would be. But my hand holding this recorder is getting quite cold. But this is all part of uh, life in Wiscasota. You just uh, take what take what what comes each day on its own, and do what's necessary. And our commitment, uh, and it's necessary for me and Henry to get outside, get fresh air. Etc. So, well, keep warm, y'all, and uh, till next time, take care.
You've been listening to the Minnesconsin Wisconsin podcast with your hosts, Mark Niklauski and Keith Uli. Got a question for Mark or Keith? You can email them at mnwipodcast at gmail.com. That's mnwipodcast at gmail.com. Or you can share your thoughts on the Minnesconsin Wisconsin Facebook page.